Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, rolling along, presented by Progressive Insurance. We're working our way towards the Super Bowl on Sunday. No, I just was listening to what Christine said. I somehow missed that quote from Woody Johnson. We'll, we'll get to that stuff next week. I don't want to get sidetracked by this nonsense. I mean, I, Robert Sala's going to focus on offense. Well, that's terrific. Um, don't get me. I'm whatever. I, I, I can see your wheel spinning right now. Well, I mean, they're spinning. Just, what are we doing here, guys? What are we talking about? That's the fancy answer to our problems. You know what we need? We need Robert Sala focusing on our offense. <laughs> oh my God. How do we do this? I mean, how, how, how is it we do this? Has anything ever that you, you ever had the sensation, you know, the feeling when you have an itch in a place that you can't reach to scratch? Like where? And it's very frustrating. Just on any part of your body you ah. can't reach. And, and so you've got to like just walk around itchy. Like that's how that makes me feel. I usually try. That, what, what's that? I usually try to scratch it. No, generally, you have Jack scratch it for you. <laughs> You'll say, Not everywhere. I need you to scratch my back. No, well, no. But <laughs> okay, let, let me get back to what we were going to do here. Um, let's do one question. You put a bunch of stuff in. I did, the yeah. We got a ton of stuff about the Super Bowl this weekend. Th- this is a fa- fabulous game. Someone else in one of the talk shows I was doing yesterday said, Greeny, when you take everything into account, is this the biggest Super Bowl game ever? And I think there are a lot of ways you can make that argument. Hmm. It's in Las Vegas. It features the legendary Mahomes. It features the Hall of Famer Kelsey with the girlfriend who is the most famous person in the world who is going to fly back from Tokyo in time to go to this game and the entire world is paying attention to that. On the other side, you've got the 49ers who are one of the flagship franchises in the sport it, it comes at a time where the proliferation of gambling and fantasy and other things have made football unprecedentedly popular. They're shattering television records every single week, every direction you look in. Like, I think this, this has a chance to be as big a day as, as pro sports have ever had in this country. And I think it has a chance to be as good a game as we've ever had. I, I did the research on this because the number is so small. The number is... San Francisco minus one and a half. So what I did was I looked at every Super Bowl for which the number was two or lower. Like, you know, like basically a pick them to a two-point swing in one, uh, one direction or the other. It's only happened six times. Mm. Don't tell me. Six times. It's happened six times where the number was two or lower. And, and or, what, what were you about to tell me? What the outcome of those games were? No, what I was about to tell you were is Were they that all close games? Basically. The average margin of victory in those games is five and a half points. We're talking about instant classics. Yeah, good games. So, so I'm just trying to think what some of those... Well, just tell me. So what were the games? Last year, right? Last year, the Eagles and Chiefs, that was a three-point game. Right. In 2019... Oh, wait a minute. You just said it was two points or less. Oh, oh a three-point spread. Not yes. a three-point spread. A three-point margin. Yeah. Yeah. When the Chiefs played the Niners the last time in the Super Bowl, it was, it was within those two points... It was an 11-point final, which is the largest of any of these six games. Okay. And the Niners were leading. Yeah, in the yeah. fourth quarter. Right, so that was a great game. 2014 Patriots-Seahawks, an all-timer. Right. You know, the interception the Malcolm of the Butler game, yeah. In 81, the Niners and the Bengals. Uh, 26-21? 26-21, a five-point uh, spread. That was the, the goal line stand. In 72, Dolphins in Washington. For, that, was, that was the unbeaten team. 
That, that was the 72 Dolphins, right? That's, that game was decided by seven 14-7, yeah. It would have been 14-0. Well, it would have been 17-0 if, if your Premian makes the field goal. <laughs> it would have been 14-0 if a Premian afterwards block doesn't try to throw a pass off the field goal and Mike Bass takes it the other way. And then the Colts and the Cowboys in the 1970 season, that game was decided yeah, by three 16, points. 16 13. The, 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 the Super Bowl MVP was Chuck Howley from a losing team, still the only one. That's actually an interesting little nugget. Right, I think Jerry West remains the only MVP from an NBA Finals from a losing team. LeBron absolutely oh should goodness. have been 20, one. 2015, yeah. And and there should. There, I don't like the idea that the MVP has to come from the winning team. Like, to me, I think that there, there, in a close game, you there are any number of ways you could argue the MVP should come from the losing team. Would you have voted for Terrell Owens as Super Bowl MVP in the broken leg year? So I've always said yes, and then the other day when I was looking up some numbers, I realized Deion Branch had a much better yeah. game than I realized. He was great. Branch had an unbelievable game that day. So I guess I can't say T.O. just had a markedly better game than Branch did. Branch's numbers But it's, it's the, the context, obviously. is what, is what The when, broken leg. Right. Yeah, but you, you can't give him the MVP because of the broken leg. I'm just, I thought that was a, a noteworthy performance and a loss worth bringing up. That's all. For sure. I mean, that, that's the Willis Reed game on football history. But anyway, I just wanted to make the point that we're going to have a freaking great game on Sunday. I hope so. I, I hope it is. I mean, it's the last, it makes you sad. It's the last football game we're going to get for a while. Let's hope it's outstanding. ESPN Radio will have playoff preview with the pros this weekend during Sports Center all night, Saturday and Sunday, 5 o'clock Eastern time. Chris Canty, Harry Douglas, and others will look ahead to the 49ers and the Chiefs. Meanwhile, one question. I have only one question. Hembo has put together a bunch of one questions here looking ahead to the Super Bowl. Let's do them. You're going to rank these units for me, one through four. The Chiefs offense, the Chiefs defense, the 49ers offense, and the 49ers defense. You're going to rank those for me, one through four. Well, I mean, I think statistically this year, the highest ranking of those, it's either San Francisco's offense or Kansas City's defense, That's right? right, yep. I cannot put Mahomes last. Like I just, I can't sit here and tell you because I, they didn't put up big numbers in that game against Baltimore, but they won the game, at least in part because their offense played keep away because he played so well because he played error free and that's part of the of the deal here. So I'm going to put that third. I'll put San Francisco's defense fourth. I'll put. Um, San Francisco's offense first and Kansas City's defense second. That's the exact same order that I have. Yeah. Seems right. I mean, you know, you're counting on Purdy. Their offense was unbelievable in the second half against Detroit. They've played two subpar defenses in the playoffs so far. Green Bay's defense was disappointing all year. Detroit's pass defense in particular was a, a weakness, an Achilles heel for them all year long. Let's see what they do up against Kansas City, but I think reasonably that's the way that we should frame it right now. I have only one question. Who is the likeliest long shot to win Super Bowl MVP? So how how are we constituting long shot? We, we did this the other day. You know, if we're going long, 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 long. Give me long, 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 long. And there were a lot of defensive MVPs. So when I was doing these the other day, there were a lot of defensive players who have won MVP of these Super Bowls. And not all of them were like household names. No, Malcolm no. Smith won MVP for the Legion of Boom when they destroyed Denver and, and Peyton Manning in that game. He had an unbelievable game. He had like 10 tackles, a pick six, a fumble recovery. He, he had a, a ridiculous game. There have been a lot of defensive players. 
So you pro- if you want to really go off the board, you, you would go with a defensive player. Who do you like? Someone like Lajarius Sneed might have two picks, including a pick six. Someone like Nick Bosa could just ruin the game, could have like four sacks. You know, those things are possible. But it's much likelier that an offensive player wins it. It's much unlikelier that a running back wins it. First of all, Christian McCaffrey wouldn't be a long shot. He wouldn't count for this, no. I, I can't, I mean, would even Isaiah Pacheco count as a long I mean, shot? He's 30 to 1. It's pretty long. He is? Yeah. So I'm assuming that both Mahomes and Kelsey have shorter odds? Yeah, Mahomes is, you know, plus 135, and Kelsey's 14 to 1. But 14 to 1, I'm not going to give you as a long shot. Well, then, I mean, I guess Pacheco. I mean, I got Tim Hasselbeck on television this morning telling me that that's got to be the Kansas City game plan is run him to the edges yeah. and, and try and beat San Francisco's defense the way Detroit should have. I'm going to make a reckless prediction as, as far as a long shot goes. Harrison Butker, the kicker, at 200-1. to 1. Follow my logic here, okay? The Chiefs' offense is absolutely dreadful in the red zone. All right, So if they get there, there's a really good chance they stall out. He's also... 14 of 14 this year from 40-plus? A kicker's never won it. But by the way, never has a tight end. So if Butker hits like five kicks, maybe a couple bombs, and maybe a game winner, and I can lay five bucks to win a 1,000, what do you think? What do you think? I mean, I like the last thing you said is what appealed to me. I would bet five bucks on it with the chance of winning a 1,000. Okay. I wouldn't bet any more than that on it because it's insanely unlikely. I really, I really was into my cell. On ESPN bet, you can get 500 to 1 on Nick Bolton, huh. who is a linebacker I love on Kansas City. I mean, he just hit somebody now. Th- that guy is just hitting somebody rocket. from the moment the game starts to the moment the game ends. I love that player. I, he, was, he was in the first draft class of the drafts that I did. So Missouri? I was still here from Missouri, undersized linebacker from Missouri. Did not go in the. We all thought he was going to go in the first round. He went in the second. I love him. Um, he's five hundred to one. Five hundred to one. Pet man. So he I had like a that. huge game of the Super Bowl last year too. Yeah, he he's a great, great player. He yeah. scored the fumble recovery touchdown. Mm-hmm. He's a great player. You give me one, Cam. Give, give me an off the board. Give me an off the board pick here. Give me a super long shot you could see winning MVP. It's not super. I think George Kittle is a good get. Um, he's at plus five thousand. And I feel like he's going to have to be relied on. I think that's kind of where they get their offense hmm. if they're going to get some outside of Christian McCaffrey. Is that five hundred to one? No, fifty to one. Fifty to one. So plus five thousand. Yeah, it's not I, super I just long, think but I, think I think CMC Cam is going to vulture all their touchdowns. No that's, doubt. That's why yeah. I, like, I, I think if they win, he, he's the person likeliest to win the MVP. More than Purdy. More than Purdy. At least at the value you're getting, because Purdy. I mean, Purdy's at plus two ten. I mean, you're not getting any. You're not getting hardly any juice there on the on the quarterback. NBA action Sunday Heat Celtics presented by Indeed, one thirty Eastern on most of these ESPN radio stations. I got only one question. I got Kadarius Tony for a long shot. Kadarius Tony, that's a real long shot. <laughs> Talk yeah. about a guy who also Does had a great game last year. He has odds. He has the same odds as Nick Bolton. Be on the lookout. Possible be- punt return. Possible on sides. Yeah. He can do some things. <laughs> Super Bowl hero. Could He's not hurt anymore. Next. Okay. Um, which team is better equipped to play from behind if that's the way this game goes? Well, I mean, San Francisco has won both their games from behind, right? So, I mean, I, is yeah, that yeah, predictive? You have to say them. Sure. I, I don't think Kansas. Look, as great as Mahomes is, I, they're not built to be explosive. 
They don't have Tyreek. They were down all those points against San Francisco in the Super Bowl four years ago, and it was the bomb to Tyreek Hill that put them back in the game. They don't have that. They have to, They have to, as Hank Stram once famously said, matriculate the ball down the field. They want to play possession football. They want to run the clock out. I don't think they fall behind. But if they fall behind, I think they're in big trouble. San Francisco is a much more explosive team. Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Kittle as well, Debo Samuel. Every one of those guys can break a tackle and go 70 yards on any play. I looked this very thing up this morning. So just in terms of the explosive plays, 20-yard throws, 10-yard runs, the 49ers have 163 of them. The Chiefs have 123 of them. So they're plus 40 in that area. And I looked at touchdown drives of five or fewer plays in terms of like quick strike if you need it. The Niners have 20 of those. The Chiefs have seven. So the data backs up what you're saying, for now, sure. I, there's no question. They, if, if, if San Francisco is winning this game by double digits at halftime, I'm not saying it's over, but at that point, I, I would say it is extremely unlikely Kansas City wins. I have only one question. Why is or why isn't this Patrick Mahomes' best Super Bowl run? It is his best Super Bowl run. It is his best Super yeah. Bowl run. He, he, this is the first time that he definitively didn't have the best team. He's beaten Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson on the road. I, I don't know what more you can say. And the team he's playing in the Super Bowl is the one seed from the NFC. You can't do any better than that. Well, I mean, the argument that you can make to the, uh, to the contrary is that the defense has really carried them much more than ever in the past. That's that's a very I don't agree with that argument, but oh. that's really a coaching argument. Well, I was taking I, I was I was taking it as the, the Chiefs' best Super Bowl run. The path has been the hardest. I see. And like, what else would you say? He hasn't been as spectacular, but right. in his own way, he has. Like that game against Baltimore, he was brilliant because he did exactly what they needed him to do, which in the second half was not score. They, 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 trying to score opened the door to the possibility of something terrible happening, and he wasn't going to let that happen. I thought he was magnificent in that game. Like a that was a clinic that he put on in that game. I think this has been. The, his hardest path, let's put it that way. Fair enough. The hardest path, whether this has been his most spectacular. What was the year? One of the years they went there, they were losing by like three touchdowns in every game. They were losing to Houston. No, 2019. 21-0. And, and, ten- and then Tennessee. Win, yeah. They were losing they to Tennessee. They came back big in both of those games. Yeah. So, I mean, you could say that was more spectacular. Th- yeah, that's the that I, would be the counter argument. I get what you're saying, yeah. but I think this has been okay. his best um, in that regard. Uh, Greeny, don't forget we got college basketball tomorrow. Xavier Creighton presented by Robin Hood, noon Eastern on most of these ESPN radio stations. Trivia, go. Gr- group trivia this hour. I am looking at a list of all-purpose yards leaders in Super Bowl history. So that's rushing, that's receiving, and that's return. Most all-purpose yards in the history of the Super Bowl. There are four players that have at least 400 all-purpose yards in the Super Bowl, and you are going to give me all four. So not in any so in, in all most all-purpose Super Bowl yards career all-purpose. That's right. Yards. That's exactly right. Over 400. There are how many? There are four guys. Oof. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get it next. ESPN Radio. 
Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. This is a great question. Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance, live from the seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. If you're getting ready to do any gambling on the Super Bowl, Joe Fortenbaugh is going to jump in with his advice coming up in just a moment. And you should do your gambling with us on ESPN Bet, which is now live as the official sportsbook of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today. New users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in a legal gambling state. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right. uh, This thing has just stopped working. So I can't hit anything on my screen. So, Wow. Okay. And how are your trivia skills? This is Sneaky Himbo Trivia. Regular sneaky or extra sneaky? 
I'm bringing Brandon up here to the desk with us too, as you guys. Before we get Fortinball in, why are you bringing Brandon up? Just because I want to have, I want to give him a chance to avenge his ridiculous Andy <laughs> Reid guess in the All last right. hour, which was humiliating in every in every form and fashion. There are four players in the history of the Super Bowl that have accrued at least 400 all-purpose yards. You're going to give me four names. So it includes returns, mm. which is a big one. So we got four. We need four names here, and then we'll get Joe Fortinball into the conversation. So all of us who are thinking along here. We are extremely confident that one of them has to be Jerry Rice, right? Yeah. So he, we know he had 215 yards in one of the games, and he may have taken – I don't even remember. He may have had a reverse somewhere in there. He may have rushing yards in these Super Bowls. So one of them has to be Jerry Rice. That's correct. Okay, yeah. Good. 604. No, I can't hit my game. Mm. What is going on here? I mean, come on. <clears throat> um, this little thing, the little thing on my screen flashing saying, finish, finish, finish. And I can't finish anything. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Hit, okay. hit the finish button. I, I keep saying it. I keep hitting it. It doesn't do anything. There we go. Okay. Um, so that's one. He's first all time. So he's first all time. We need three more names. Bubba, which one do we feel confident about? I kind of like Franco Harris. But... The, we, we, so the names we have written down here are – we say Julian Edelman because at one time in his life he returned punts. None of us have an active recollection of him returning punts in the Super Bowl, but he may have. And that's a lot of yards. Like, you know, you return two punts, that could be 40, 50 yards right there if you get a good one. Plus, he had a lot of receiving yards. All those touchdowns Gronk caught were in the red zone. So my gut feeling is that it's not Gronk, it's Edelman. What, what you guys? I, 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 I like Edelman. He played, I like Edelman, too. Yeah, he I'm played in four. In. I believe he was there for the second Giants Super Bowl, and then he had a, a game-winning touchdown in the Seahawks Super Bowl. He had that crazy catch in the Falcons. Like, he's in all these games in a big way, and he was the MVP of the Rams Super Bowl. I think it's a good guess. A yards. It, it is a lot of yards. It doesn't passing, though, right? Because he, he, he threw a no, rush, that was, rushing. The Super Bowl. That was not in the Super Bowl. Returns. You lock You're him to go with Edelman. You lock him in. All yeah, right. why not? we're going Edelman. That's right. Julian Edelman is second. Wow, wow. four hundred and ninety-six oh, career all-purpose yards in the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm I feel proud like of that. We're one. forgetting someone obvious. So the Steelers. Here's our problem with the Steelers receivers. Swan had the huge game in Super Bowl ten. He had 160 yards. The Rams game though was the Stallworth game where he caught those two long passes over his head. The other game they didn't do anything offensively in the game against Minnesota. So I don't think it's either Swan or Stallworth, which leaves Franco Harris, Bubba. I'm liking, feel good about I'm Franco? liking Franco, but I, you know I'm not. You locking Franco, him in? I don't think I'm, he caught a lot of passes. Yeah, I'm going to take Franco as well. <laughs> Do we feel? Cam, like what do you think about Franco? I, I like Franco. I just I, I would wonder if the the three of them just split so much of the yardage that yeah. none of them got it there. It worries but, me. But they did play in four Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean, not that many people. I did. think he has the most rushing yards of any running back. Let's go, Franco. All right, we're going Franco Harris. That's right. Whoa! All right. Yes. All right. Here he we go. Third with 468 all-purpose yards. Wow, in the we Super got Bowl. the top. You're three. just the only missing other number name four. I have written down here, guys, is Emmett Smith. Now, is, the, Let's is there think. anyone we're forgetting? Who are we forgetting from teams that were there a lot? Could another Patriot? The Patriots it would just be so many Super Bowls. It would be Gronk. Would be I feel like the the other one is my guess, but. Some of the early Patriots years, I don't think any of those guys would have been on there. No, but. I agree. Brandon, anybody that, that you said in the break or anyone that you still thought of? I mean, uh, I feel like Hembo was trying to push Brandon into it. What did you say in the break? I'm not, I'm not no, sure. no, I was just thinking out loud. I know LeGarrette Blunt went to a lot of Super Bowls as well, but I don't think he garnered as many yards or whatever. No, I think he, he went to four be, Super Bowls. I'd be stunned if he had 400. Yeah. He did so, have some big games, I but I don't think he's Anyone who returns, who, who else had returns? 
We, we thought of Desmond Howard, but, but I don't remember him doing anything with the offense in those Super Bowls. It, Did, uh, he won because he had Jacoby Jones. I know he had one, but he's oh, only been the one. He had one. one big. Yeah, it's only one game, though. In- includes all returns. Every special teams. So kickoffs, Devin Hester had the return, but that's on the only Super Bowl. Yeah. But, 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 but uh, we need to get to Fortinball here, so we've got to come up with an answer. I don't feel good about Emmett. I just don't feel good about it. I don't, I don't, I can't, but I don't have a better answer. I know. I, I'm with you. Um, yeah. Because I don't feel like Emmett caught a lot of passes. Terrell Davis, but that's only two Super Bowls. I'm, I'm going to go with Emmett. Yeah, he had 160-something in the one that he was the MVP. That would be 400 yards and something more. In three Super Bowls. Greeny, it's okay. I'll just sit here and I'll keep waiting. Don't well, worry. Joe, I mean, we're, no, we're, please. Joe, you, you got any answer? guesses here? I got no guesses. I'm, uh, here's, here's what I got. Give us a guess. I'm listening to this, and on the TV in here on ESPN2, it's the get-up replay with another Hembo question. And I'm thinking <laughs> Scott Van Pelt, Mike Greenberg, Stephen A. Smith. No. It's Hembo. The Friday before the Super Bowl is Hembo Just Day. It's incredible. You're carrying the whole network. He Hembo. dominates the network. And my I got is, that question right, by the way. My back is getting sore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Joe is right. I want to get to all this stuff. So we should come up. We don't go. have anything better than Let's Emmett. Let's go, right? Emmett. Yeah. Emmett. All right. We don't like it, but we're going Emmett Smith. The correct answer is Roger Craig. Oh, oh I did say Roger Craig. You idiot. Shut up. I brought you, you up to the mic to say break. Roger Craig. I asked you oh to say God. what you said. But I didn't feel confident oh with God. it. I said, what did you say in the oh break? Just God. say the name. I said, I was saying LeGarrette Blunt, and yeah, I did Why say Roger Craig. Oh Why did I said Jacoby Jones, too. Why did you I was just thinking out loud. I didn't say it with confidence. I'm brainstorming. Jacoby Jones. Jacoby Jones. I would have gone Jacoby Jones. Yeah, because you're a jerk. No, he brought you up specifically. I said, you're bringing Brandon up here purposely. He wanted you to shine. He was giving you your oh moment. My God. Why would you not say that? Oh, my God. God. No, please, relax. Brandon, this is an... Go eat a quart of wonton soup. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Turkeys. I'm out of here. Yeah, whatever. And a roll of Lifesavers. <laughs> yeah. You had it. Oh, my God. All right, oh. Joe Fortenball, Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio, uh, jumps in with us here on ESPN Radio, and, and, of course, he is our gambling insider extraordinaire with all the wages out there on ESPN Bet. We are all frustrated here. <laughs> no one more frustrated than Joe, who had to sit and listen to seven minutes of that. <laughs> During what's supposed to be his segment. Okay. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> Joe, dive in with me. Tell yeah. me the things we should be thinking about here. I, I, I will get to the game, you know, the big picture of the game. But there are a lot of people on planet Earth who are going to be making bets on this game that they've never made before, who, have, who, did not, who didn't even know about prop bets and things like that. So talk to me. What kinds of things should they be knowing? I'm going to give you two notes. Note number one. Three very popular prop bets that exist. Will the game go to overtime? Yes. People like to bet that because it's a longer shot. Um, Will there be a safety? Because we saw that first play safety in the second Patriot-Giants Super Bowl. Big payday there. And will there be a missed extra point? People like the payouts on those. Just keep in mind, you're not getting a good price. The odds of going to overtime should be somewhere in the neighborhood of you getting a price of 15 to 1. The books are going to give you 11 to 1. They're going to do the same thing with the missed PAT. They're going to do the same thing with the safety. They know you're coming, so they're not giving you true value. So when you're playing those, just understand you're having fun. It's entertainment. You have no edge over the sports book. Number two, a lot of talk this week about how is Kansas City the underdog? Why is Kansas City the underdog? I'm going to break it down very quickly. These bookmakers, they don't care about the narratives or the stories. What they care about are their power rankings. 
Every team in the NFL has a power number. For example, the Niner power number might be 96. The Chief power number might be 94. That's a two-point difference. You get a two-point spread. That's how it works. It's all cold calculating numbers. So everyone who's surprised to see Mahomes as a dog, the books power rate the Niners as the better team. Of course, they take into account during the regular season things like injuries, home field advantage, travel spots, bye weeks, but you don't have that here. Both teams have two weeks off, neutral field. You probably have a two-point discrepancy in the power rating, and that's how you get the Super Bowl point spread. At that point, it's on the professionals to move the number whichever way. We saw some early Kansas City money, which pushed it down to minus one in favor of San Francisco. That's where the sharp San Francisco money came in, at minus one and minus one and a half. It's now sitting two, two and a half, total 47 and a half. We saw some sharp under money there. So, so here, it's, it's such good insight into this stuff for people who are learning it. And, and I have learned from our conversations all season long, Joe, about the power or maybe better put the danger of recency bias. That during the regular season that people will look at, oh, look what just happened last week. And that you would frequently look back at what the spread was the week before yeah. and see if there's a big discrepancy there. You, you've mentioned that multiple times over the course of the season, and I've paid attention to it. If this game was being played a month ago, San Francisco would be a much bigger favorite, I would think, than two points, right? San Francisco was the best team in the NFC all year long, and Kansas City limped into the postseason. Until they beat Buffalo, th- th- this, this, this Kansas City team looked like by far the worst iteration of it. I would think that San Francisco would have been you know, a f- five- or six-point favorite if these teams had played each other four weeks ago. Do I have that right? The Niners-Baltimore game is what swung everything. Mm-hmm. The, Niner, the Niners were the power-ranked number one team in the NFL. I'm not going to say by a mile, but they were comfortably sitting up there as the top power-ranked team in Vegas right up until they got shellacked at home on Christmas by the Ravens. That altered everything. It doesn't mean it dropped the Niners precipitously, but it moved them down and it moved Baltimore up. This game, if you go back, Greeny, just before the AFC and NFC championship game, this was Niners minus three, the key number of three. So I know some people will say, well, it's two. That's only a one-point move. That's not that significant. When you're coming off the key number of three, and three is a key number because more games end on a differential of three than any other differential. You can have a a 24-21 game, a 27-24 game. When you're coming off the key number, that's a significant move there. So, yeah, if the, even if you just go back a week and a half, you would have had Niners minus three. And if you go back before the Raven game with the way the Chiefs were playing, uh, and that's the Raven-Niner game, you, you probably are looking at four and a half, five here. Greeny and Joe Fortenbaugh. So one of the things is I've become more involved in it, working with ESPN bet as I have. I have this big prop up, this big boost on Christian McCaffrey, and I think I'm going to get another one before the weekend, uh, before the game itself. So you want to keep an eye on my social for that or on ESPN bet, another boost. This one will be quarterback-related. But, but it leads me to the conversation about MVP. So Christian McCaffrey, it seems to me, Christian McCaffrey is the likeliest 49er to win the MVP award. We've had questions like, if you want to take someone at a bigger number, some, someone who would seem to be more of an, an, an underdog to win the MVP, where do you look for things like that? So I would, the first guy I would look to is Rasheed Rice, who's sitting, who was 60-1 to 1 to win the MVP for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, let's be clear about this. This is a quarterback-driven award. Very rarely does it go outside of it, although it has in the past. The thing is, you go back to that first Chiefs Super Bowl win with Mahomes, he won the award. Damian Williams should have gotten it. He had three touchdowns in that game. That was his game. So it's very difficult to usurp the quarterback for this award. 
usurp a word. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way I was going to get through that perfectly. Yeah. There's no way. But that said, um, I would look, I always like to play at least one long shot, and Rice is the guy. So 60 to 1, I, I, I look at it like this. You got to win the game. Chiefs have a very good chance to win it. But on top of that, Charvarius Ward's the top corner for the San Francisco 49ers. He primarily mans the right side of the field. If you're Kansas City, that's where you send Marquez Valdez-Scanling. That's where you send Justin Watson. Take your lesser wide receivers, put them over there, and take Ward out of the game. You'll free up Rice with more favorable matchups. So he could end up playing a big role, especially if San Francisco ends up keying on Travis Kelsey or they try to limit Isaiah Pacheco. So I like the 60-1. to I also like Rice to score a touchdown, the first touchdown, at 11-1. to I could see them going down the field. I could see Kansas City scoring first. They've been in the big stage before. They're comfortable here. They looked very good early against the Ravens. Purdy and the Niners struggled early in the Packer game and the Lion game. To your point on the MVP race, if you like Kansas City in this game and you like Mahomes to play well, think of it like this. You could play Kansas City on the money line here. It's like plus 105, plus 110, meaning a $100 investment returns $105 or $110 in profit. You could just skip that and play Mahomes to win MVP. That's plus 130. That's $100 returning 130 in profit. Now, there's always a chance the Chiefs win and he doesn't get it, but you have to ask yourself, what is the likelihood that that happens? It's a better way to maximize your return on investment. Hmm. Last year in the NBA Finals, none of us were playing the Nuggets to win the series. We were all playing Jokic to win the MVP because Nuggets to win the series was around minus 110, minus 115. Jokic was somewhere around like plus 125 to win the MVP award. Really good. See, this is the kind of insight that we need, and we're getting here from Joe Fortenbaugh. Carlin versus Joe follows us coast-to-coast here on ESPN Radio. How about the game itself? Let's talk about what we expect, low scoring, all that kind of stuff. I go. I look to the under here, 47-and-a-half. I think you're going to have two teams that run the ball. I, I think that's, that's the weak spot of the opposing defense. Kansas City, that's what Baltimore couldn't figure out, right? They came out throwing the ball all over the field, and we've been making fun of that for two weeks since. I don't think Kyle Shanahan's going to want to get in another situation where he's throwing the ball all over the field, especially late in the game, which cost him in the Atlanta Super Bowl when he was the OC, and it cost him four years ago. They were up 20-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter against the Chiefs four years ago, and Shanahan's still throwing the ball all over the field. Chiefs defenders after that game said they couldn't believe it. They were praying Shanahan would go away from the run because they couldn't stop it there. So because of that, I see a lower-scoring game. That leans into Patrick Mahomes. His passing attempts prop is 37-and-a-half. 37-and-a-half attempts. I'd go under there. All right. In the Dolphin game, he had over 40 attempts. In the Baltimore game, I think he had 39 attempts. Both those games, they held the ball for around 35 minutes in terms of time of possession. Look at the Buffalo game. Buffalo was able to run the ball very well, just like I think the Niners will be able to do here. Kansas City had the ball for less than 30 minutes. Mahomes only threw 23 passes in that game. Mm -hmm. I don't see him getting enough opportunities. Doesn't mean he has a bad game. I just don't see him getting the opportunities, Greeny. Yeah, that was the game that James Cook ran for a million yards, yep. right? So that the, the, these things all go that way. And and who do you, so you 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 everyone I have tells me they think Kansas City is going to win this game. And then as you point out, San Francisco and the people who actually know what they're talking about rank them higher, and so have them as favorites. And so does Hembo. How do you see the game? How does it play out? I go with the Niners here. It's not one of my bigger bets. In fact, I haven't even played it yet. When I, I will play the side. It will be small. I got a couple of props I'll give you that I like a lot more, no. but I see it going to the Niners for a couple of reasons. One, they have played lousy football for two weeks, and they still won two playoff games. Green Bay, Detroit, you can say what you want about those teams, but they're playoff teams. They're above average teams. They won those games playing C-plus football. What if we actually see a Niners A game? Like, what does that look like if we see a Niners A game? At the same time, we have seen great chief football the last few weeks. 
What if they stumble? Remember, Buffalo was razor close to taking them out. Razor close if they couldn't st- stop from puking all over the, for themselves in the fourth quarter of that game. <laughs> so I, 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 I lean to the Niners. But if you want something, I know that the, the audience really wants something good here. I got a few. I'll tell you, Brandon Ayuk, the Niner wide receiver, I'd go under four and a half receptions. All right? Now, he's eclipsed this in only nine of 19 games. So he hasn't hit five receptions in half his games this year. He's averaging right around 4.2 receptions per game. You got to ask yourself, do you see him going above his season average in a game where he's going to match up with Legereus Sneed, one of the best corners in the NFL? And if he's matching up with Sneed, why the hell would Brock Purdy want to challenge Sneed when he could go to McCaffrey or Kittle or Debo Samuel in more favorable matchups? Add in the fact that I think San Francisco wants to run the ball a bunch. Add in the fact that I think Kansas City is going to run the ball a bunch. I just don't think the opportunities are going to be there. So Brandon Ayuk under four and a half receptions. Love it. Joe, terrific. I, I enjoy this so much. I'm sorry you had to sit there and listen to seven minutes of agonizing no. No, no, no. debate amongst us, but it is uh, it is a pleasure. Enjoy the game, and we will see you next week. Yeah. Greeny, I heard it was your top choice to go to dinner with me one night. Let's do that. Well, so what happened here? couple of yeah. nerds. Let's go. I, I said, did you go to the dinner last night? I was my dinner. Our dinner show dinner was Wednesday night. We were Wednesday night. Last night was the morning show dinner and the uh, Freddie and Harry dinner. Well, I can't help but notice that Bubba... And Cam went to the dinner. Yeah, yeah we got the invite since our host wasn't in Bristol. So. Hmm. Yeah, they got the invite. They got the dinner. No, they also the got the. Uh, they also we got to be celebrity invited. judges. Celebrity the, the, judges for the uh, dip contest that we were at a couple days ago. Yeah, they did a nice job. We've had a busy week over here. You, you say that like 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 I didn't come. I wasn't invited. <laughs> It's not your hosts didn't come. I, we were not invited. We were not aware of it. I didn't know it existed until I walked in one day and I said, well, why are the morning guys not here? Why, I usually like to see. I see Evan. I see mm-hmm. Canty. I see Smallman. And they're not here. And I said, oh, there's this big thing going on. Radio like symposium thing going on. It's yeah. a symposium. Dinners and meet team building and all that. I know I, 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 they didn't even mention it to me. Yeah. We wish you could be here. I would. You don't, Obviously not. To be fair, Greeny, yeah. I think you've built up the juice that if you wanted to come to the dinner, you'd be able to come to the dinner. I can't come to a dinner if I don't know it exists. <laughs> no one told me it existed. Thank you, Joe. We'll just what did they say about Costanza? We only wake you up for the important meetings. Yeah, that's exactly right. I would like the opportunity to have said no to that. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got next? ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny, with you on ESPN Radio. We've covered this Super Bowl every which way we could imagine, but there's only one thing left to do to wrap it up on a Friday. And it goes a little bit like this. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right, I'll say it. Who you got? This is Bubba's turn to shine. Go ahead, big fella. All right, who you got? Brought to you by Granger. And we have one game to pick, and we got we are currently in last place again in the playoffs, so hopefully we don't win another trophy. Um, so let's see what we can do here. Well, I don't know that it ever matters. Like we, we, They don't even invite us to events. We shouldn't count. So we shouldn't count no. in the standings against all the other shows because they have all these shows. They do events. We don't even, we're not, not even considered. Well, I don't know. You'll have to talk to uh, Liam when he writes the feedback and see what he, <laughs> we'll see what he says in the feedback this week. Um, we know the game. It's 49ers Chiefs, and it's 49ers minus one and a half. Who you got? We also need the score for the tiebreaker. I'm going to say the Niners 27, the Chiefs 23, which means I'm playing the, the 49ers with the spread, and I'm playing the over. That's, I think, the best pairing. I think the smartest pairings here are Chiefs with the under and Niners with the over. Yes, I'm going to go Chiefs with the under. And, and, and for the very I, – I, I have two equal and opposite forces. You know, for every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. I believe so strongly that if everyone is picking one side, you go the other way. So that leads me to San Francisco. But I also am not betting against Mahomes ever. I picked against him against Buffalo. I, I picked him against Baltimore just because I, I'm not picking against him anymore. I don't pick against Jordan. I don't pick against Brady. And I'm not going to pick against Mahomes. Now, that doesn't mean he's, not gonna, he's going to win every single game. But he's going to win a hell of a lot more than he's going to lose. So my pick is going to be the Chiefs and the money line. And I, I do like the under. I could see the game something like, what is it total, 47? 47 and a half. So let's go something like 23-20, Kansas City with Mahomes as the MVP, and that's the hashtag KOD. Hashtag KOD. The Kiss of Death. Which is brought to you by ESPN Bet, the official sportsbook of ESPN. Download today. What a play. And by the way, once again, I have my Seeing Green Boost. If you like McCaffrey to have a huge Super Bowl, I have a very tasty number in there for you. So download the ESPN Bet app, and you can check it out. All right, Bubba, go. If the 49ers and Chiefs switch quarterbacks before the season, would both teams still have made the Super Bowl? Hell no! Oh, my God. If the 49ers and Chiefs switch teams before the season, the 49ers would be unbeaten, and the Chiefs would not be in the playoffs. Wow. You don't think Brock Purdy could have led the Chiefs to the playoffs? No. You know what? Probably right. It's like a nine... Someone else would have to have won that division. Who finished second in that division? The Chargers? They're probably like a nine-win team with Brock Purdy, right? Something like that? The, the, I think that the Broncos may have finished second in that division. I think Denver and Las Vegas were tied at eight and nine. Eight and nine? That's more game. That's more wins than I thought. So they maybe had. they'd be the getting The Chargers in. were five and 12 this year. Yeah, they eight and nine. Eight and nine. I, you know what? Brock Purdy would have gotten them to nine and eight, I think. Well, what a, were they? 11 and, five, 11 and six. And I think Mahomes is two wins better than Brock Purdy. That's all he is. That's all he is. 
Mahomes is only two wins better than That's Brock a lot. Purdy. They only play 17 games. I understand. <laughs> two wins better than Brock Purdy. You okay. know I'm in on Brock Purdy. When, when, when Tom Brady got hurt and everyone talks about how they won 11 games, Brady proved to be worth five <laughs> games to the Patriots. But right? Matt Castle didn't have Randy Moss. All right, Matt. So what you're telling me is Matt Castle isn't. Oh as yes, good. I'm sorry. Yes, he did. I'm sorry. You're oh. telling me Matt Castle isn't as good as Brock Purdy. That's right. That that's probably that's what I mean. right. But there's a big difference between five games and two games. Anyway, the answer to your question <laughs> is no. They would not. Next. Got it. Who you got? Brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. Monday was Laura Linney's sixtieth sixtieth birthday. Actress in various movies, but recently known for playing Wendy Bird in Ozark, which is on Netflix. So let's check in on the Greeny TV recommendations. What do you got going on, Greeny? Who you got? So I, I have not wa- I watched Reacher. Does that count? Is that too long ago? Because I, I fi- we finished it like two weeks ago. And then we had a little travel, and now I've been home alone. I, I don't like to watch it. I, I don't know. I have not watched anything by myself. So the last thing I binged was Reacher, which was Excellent. Okay. Loved it. The best thing I've binged recently was Drops of God, which I think was on Apple Plus. That was the best thing I've watched in a very long time. But Reacher is, Drops of God will not be for everyone. Reacher will. Reacher is just pure, unadulterated fun, and I loved it. So that's my recommendation. I love how you somehow got us from Laura Linney's 60th birthday. (laughs) Parenthetically, Hembo, have you do you watch any of these shows? Have you have you watched any show? Nothing that you just said. Just Ken Burns baseball. Yeah, I mean, have the, you watched any show on Netflix, Hulu? Yeah, I was sick a, about a month ago, and I watched From the Front Lines, which is a World War II documentary on Netflix. <laughs> I, I thought they did an outstanding job of detailing have you the, any, the battle any of fiction, Stalingrad. Any, any any fictional? No, I much nothing. prefer nonfiction. Okay, fair enough. That's a horrible answer. All right, well, last one. Go ahead, Rob. Uh, by the way, we just like to point out, you know, you talked about you coming up here and not being invited. Literally the last, I think, two times you came to Bristol, we didn't even know you were here. I didn't even know. So, well, there may have been reasons. How, how does that, that factor I may have in? been coming in sort of surreptitiously, trying to keep quiet the fact so that you, I was there. Well, what, what does that mean? So you want to be invited to things, but when you're here, you don't even tell your, your staff and your crew members, Cam met you on accident. I didn't even see you the last two times been in Bristol because you came in in, in clandestine fashion. <laughs> I think it's clandestine. Is it dine or din? Let's do, let's do one more question. Our show is clandestine. Yeah. Yeah. I said dine. Avoiding it. That's why. Th- uh, unbelievable. Seven, nine years ago, <laughs> Tuesday, Bob Marley was born in Jamaica. Oh. Good guy. Who you got as your favorite Bob Marley song? Good guy. <laughs> you know, Brandon was conceived in Jamaica. <laughs> Um, my favorite <laughs> Bob Marley song is Three Little Birds, which is known. Even Hembo knows that song. Yeah. It I goes, every it. little thing going to be yeah, all right. I've heard of that. That's in commercials. No, that's a different song. Um, anyway, I got myself confused. Enjoy the Super Bowl. <laughs> See you Monday. Thanks for listening to Greenie the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.